0: A lot of times when people start on TikTok or a short video, they feel like they got a point, they got to dance, do skits, but you you get to do what you want to do. But your job, no matter what you choose, is to still grab the attention of your audience and keep their attention.
1: Welcome to Unmiss, your go-to digital marketing hub. I'm Anatoly Ulatovsky, here with expert tips and exclusive chats to boost your online game let's get started hello good people welcome to our show hello bad people welcome to our show hello guys welcome today we are going to discuss more about tiktok but not only about tiktok because kenya kelly can share more insights about short videos for instagram reels facebook reels i think we can repurpose to youtube shorts at any format and win a lot of customers it's not about creating engaging content it's about getting more leads to get more subscribers on your email list and many other insights i'm so excited to discuss all these topics with kenny kelly how are you
0: i'm doing so good how are you doing today ah
1: doing great you know actually i i'm feeling excited after watching your video content uh, it's not like (laughs) generic Mm -hmm. stuff yeah because you're so creative you can educate others what to do but you can have fun as well you can create some engagement content so very different and I love it before we start just tell more about yourself experience background and anything that can help our listeners to learn more about you so
0: you guys uh, obviously I am Kia Kelly I live in San Diego California and currently everybody knows me because I teach you how to use short form video like tiktok and Instagram reels to generate leads and sales Now, I did not get started on TikTok and Instagram I actually built my business on Facebook and Instagram for like many years and then in 2020 we navigated over to TikTok and then everything just kind of exploded from there
1: awesome awesome love it love it yeah I think you acquired experience before TikTok when you have this experience you can use it any different format So, yeah, I I think it's a good idea. And uh, it's not like to get overnight success because of TikTok. Yeah, you got experience before for many years to know how to create content. Um, I watch a bunch of your videos. And you know, (laughs) I like your creativity. I like your creativity. And you can play one person. Kenny Kelly, you don't copy others, you have your own style. Can you tell for someone who want to start this format how to be yourself? Because I think it's very important when you don't copy others. If you copy, I'm not sure you can be a good copy, but if you play yourself, nobody can copy you so any tips about that <laughs>
0: yeah so one of the things to know about like you know building a business especially a personal brand is that like nobody is you right I mean we all have these people we love online and we love their personality all the things that they do but we have to remember that like the reason why we love them is because they are being themselves. They're not acting like anybody else. Uh, But I think that one of the challenges that a lot of people face is that we are looking at ourselves and saying that I can never be them or I have to be X, Y, and Z in order for people to like me or to want to, know me or learn from me but the truth is is that there's there is somebody out there for everybody so there's like the guy who used to play bean owen i can't remember what his name is he has this personality then you've got the jim carrey personality then you've got the oprah Winfrey personality but these are people who are just humans like just like everybody else who just made a decision to start building a personal brand and the thing that like Everybody has different quirks, different ways they do things, the different ways we say things, and different like backgrounds. And people are just looking for natural, normal, real people that they can buy into, and that's you being you. And you won't really know the magnitude of what you can do until you try.
1: Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. Um, you know, when TikTok appealed, I remember this time, uh, many big companies, brands ignored social media because this social media uh, helps uh, youngsters, uh, small audience, but today it's not the same. (laughs) All big brands are there. Uh, And uh, I cooperated with some clients for a long time uh, in trading, investing niches. And uh, I remember when they told me about TikTok. No, 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 it's only for kids today. They ask me, please help me to create content, yeah. <laughs> <Help me laughs> jump on this niche. So, and um, um, I usually help with SEO, uh, digital marketing services, but um, I, I get a lot of questions about TikTok. I'm not professional with that, but uh, uh, I understand it's important. Can you tell for someone who is not familiar with short video format, how to start from scratch?
0: Yeah. So one of the things to understand about what is happening is that, like, uh, TikTok used to be called uh, Bite Dance, but there was actually an app called Vine, which was a it was a very 15 second platform, and that gained a lot of traction, but it kind of died down when Instagram came out. And when you look at what is happening with, let's just say TikTok first, is that the average attention span of a person is eight to 11 seconds. So people, after a few seconds, just get bored and they want to go away and do something. And so when you look at a platform like TikTok and now short video as a whole, is short video gives people like a bite sized opportunity into whatever it is is in that video. So it reminds me of a commercial. So when we look at commercials on television, they're not long, they're not as long as the show or as long as the movie by any means. And they are trying to capture your attention immediately and keep you there and get you to do something. And so when you look at what we are trying to do with video marketing is we've got a couple of seconds to capture somebody's attention, draw them in and try to get them to take whatever our action is. And so because TikTok rose to fame in 2020, when everybody was bored because of COVID and we all getting quarantined, you know, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all the social media platforms started to see that, oh, the way that we're running our business today is not actually as beneficial. And so they all changed their entire platforms to really mirror what is happening on TikTok. And so as a business, it's important to go, okay, if people are consuming more on their mobile phone than ever, which is vertical, and they're not watching as many live videos as, as ever or like long 20-minute videos, then it's really important to go, how can we start creating short commercials that draw people in and can get them to take an action?
1: Mm-hmm. Awesome. Valuable. Um, I want to confess, I removed TikTok for a while. Let's <laughs> explain why. Uh, Because this social media can learn my mind. I don't know how. Uh, I can't stop watching all these great videos. (laughs) It's so fun. (laughs) I usually start in my restaurant, then when I get back, I keep watching these videos and I I, I need to do many things. So uh, I removed for a while to figure out how I can go ahead. It's not the same experience with LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube. I can. Stop myself, but I can't stop on TikTok. I love this uh, user-generated content. Yeah. Uh, can you tell how to win uh, audience uh, like uh, this great? Um, I don't know. Content creators can do with me. They can win me. I I can't stop watching all these great videos. But uh, your tips, how to do it? If someone started from scratch.
0: Yeah. How does someone stop watching so many videos, or how do
1: they start uh, creating? Uh, I mean, like how to create videos that people wanna watch more and more.
0: Yeah. So one of the things to know is that when you are, when you're setting up on any platform that you have to first ask yourself, like, what is it that you're trying to like convey to people? So I am a video marketing strategist. So I am trying to service an audience of people that want to learn how to use video so they can sell their products and services. And so I'm clear on who I want to target with my content and what I want them to learn. And so you have to first identify what are you trying to get across? So let's just say your goal is to get people to come and watch your podcast or listen to the podcast, or your goal is to get people to just like you as a beauty influencer. Then you've got to go, okay, this is my goal. And then you go, who is my, who am I trying to reach? Because then once you have that, then you're able to create a strategic Plan to create content to reach those people. So right before this podcast, I was talking to a client of mine who she loves this girl who dances all over TikTok, but she does dances in her mama's shoes. And so she chose to do, I'm gonna be a creator who dances in my mom's shoes for the people that like this kind of content. So then she started just trying little ways of creating content. And then she realized people really love it when I do this thing specifically all over town. So then she niched down on that thing and now we all know her as Jasmine J on TikTok. So if you're someone and you're saying that you're a you're a podcaster and you're trying to get more people to uh, come and listen to your podcast or watch the video podcast, well, you first have got to determine who is gonna be the best person that's gonna be interested in what your show is about and then how can you create bite-sized pieces of content to make someone want more from you. So there is a podcast can't remember what it's called but I watch them all the time and they go on Reddit and they look up this this uh, this feed it's called Am I an A-hole the, the, the customer A-hole and so you see like three or four of them they're in a room with their podcast mics and the one girl is holding her phone and she's reading the story of the person asking am I a bad person for this and you, they just talk And she reads it and people are chiming in through the podcast and they're telling people, we have a podcast. You should come listen to our podcast because this is what we talk about. Without actually saying that the content is drawing you in and has me talking about it right now on this show.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Um, I watch uh, a bunch of your videos and one video uh, I like it uh, when you uh, teach students and uh, most of them probably all of them are adults, <laughs> so not yes. kids, and uh, and uh, you know, for me, I'm curious how you can help adult people. Uh, it's not like kids, they can start uh, in the young age. I mean, like uh, if they have experience, but have no experience with video content. I often meet such people. Uh, yes. I have clients uh, who can earn million dollars, great money, good revenue, but they can't shoot even simple video on tiktok so anything for adults what to do
0: (laughs) yeah for sure so one of the reasons why i would say that adults have the heart have a hard time with video is because We weren't raised on it. We were not like, we weren't in school learning how to take selfies. We didn't really have phones in our hands like that. So, um, and then the people that are kind of like building businesses or whatever, they didn't build businesses on social media or on video. So the thought of them actually trying to create video is like, this is so foreign to me. So one of the things that we like to do with our clients is we're like, okay, we try to teach them how to first get comfortable. Um, and we're like, before you ever start posting, we teach them about what is a hook. What is something you could say in the first one second of your video to get someone to want to stop and watch? We also help them with their confidence because it is now going to be them on camera. Their hair, their face, their wrinkles, their their teeth, their all the things is what's going to show up on video for them. And then we also help them with their backgrounds and the lighting. Because like sometimes they're shooting in bad locations. And so we talk to them about lighting, their background, their confidence, and then how to get started. And then we just teach them very simple things of, here is how to film your first video. And so we don't go into all the editing when we first get started. It's like, here is the basics of how to get the party started. And then we don't have them post it. And we have them do it multiple times until they go okay, I feel comfortable. And then they start to post. Then we start teaching them editing tools. Because if you take a person from never shooting yourself a video at all to trying to post on TikTok, they're just never going to do it.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Um, I remember uh, Mr. Beast said about his uh, YouTube journey. And he yeah. told, uh, I like one key, uh, one tip. Uh, you need to film a hundred bad videos. If you film a hundred bad videos, you can acquire experience and improve a little bit video by video. So can you tell uh, how it's important to film a lot of bad content uh, uh, and uh, how to have this patience uh, to go ahead, to keep filming if nobody cares, but to acquire this experience?
0: For sure. You know, cause a lot of people like when they first get started, they're like, I want this video to go viral. I want all this to happen. And it's like, no, you're, you're just starting. Right. And so I always tell clients very similar to Mr. Beast that like your first sets of videos, 10, 20, 50 videos are going to be terrible because you don't know what you're doing. And it is perfectly okay that you don't know what you're doing. But if you, if you never do something then you're never going to actually be good at it. So like, people go to my TikTok now and they're like, wow, these are amazing. And I'm like, but you didn't see me three and a half years ago with those really bad videos. Like sometimes those videos come back on the For You page and I'm like, see, here's a really bad video. But most people don't want to fail. They don't want, they want everything to be perfect. And if you're going to do video marketing, it's going to suck. You are going to suck. You're not going to enjoy like how you sound, how you look, how everything is initially, unless you hire a very, high-end team who does your makeup, your hair, that does all this stuff for you and edits. Unless you have all those people, your first sets are going to be terrible. And it's really important for you to be willing to be terrible because nobody is awesome at first. Nobody. I don't care whether it's video, it's basketball, marriage, whatever. Everybody has to start from scratch.
1: Yeah, love it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, Let's talk about the intro or Beginning of any video because mm-hmm. I often watch content on TikTok like this to make mm-hmm. a lot of movements with my finger. Uh, uh, I like this social media because uh, TikTok can learn what I like to share more such videos. And uh, Can you tell how to uh, create this intro? Where to pay attention? What to do? Because I think it's the same with any content articles, books, uh, YouTube videos, podcasts people bounce fast. If, It's boring if it's not interesting. If you you have a long introduction, people bounce. They don't need it. So any tips about that?
0: For sure. So one of the things I like to tell people is that ask yourself this question. Would you stop and watch your own video? (laughs) That's the first (laughs) thing. You know, because like it's important. Like one of the things we have our clients do, we say go to TikTok or whatever platform, do a quick search, one or two keywords. And then I want you to start watching content. And then I want you to take note. Which content did you actually stop on? Did you actually watch? Did you listen to? Did you want to take an action to? And then we say, and then dissect what happened? What made you stop and watch? It's often whatever the first opening frame is in the video. It is whatever the text on screen says, and then oftentimes it's what you have actually said within that first one second. So we have a client who is a podiatrist, and it's not like his content isn't like anything fabulous, uh, but his opening is always something like, you know, are you suffering with, you know, you got bunions on your feet, have you're, you know, having a hard time wearing shoes, or he's saying these little hot liners that the person that is interested in his channel. It's like, yes, I suffer with that. So there's a lady on TikTok who has like millions of followers and she teaches about hormones and menopause. Now the, the woman that is dealing with hormones and menopause, like we are stopping when she says three, three, three tips for, to avoid night sweats with menopause, three tips for balancing your hormones, whatever it is, you, you have to go, if you were going to, watch your own video. What would made you stop? It's definitely text. It's mm-hmm. the opening frame. And then what you said initially, because it's just like you know, reading a book. Like if a book looks terrible, you're not going to buy it. You're not going to open it. If the first you know couple pages of that book is not capturing your attention, you're not going to do it. You know, it's like I had started watching this TV show on one. Um, hbo because everybody was talking about it and the first episode was so it just dragged along i just could not get with it and the only reason i kept watching was because everybody kept talking about the show but if i was watching it by myself i never would have finished it because it just it wasn't capturing my attention so it is really important that you're understanding that you've got a second one and a half seconds to get a person's attention or they're gonna scroll away
1: awesome awesome yeah yeah, so valuable. Uh, I want to ask about uh, the format. What I watch in your videos. You can dance, you can speak, <laughs> you can Thank share you. tips. So you are different. It's not like the same videos, uh, time to time. Tell uh, about your style of mixing content. Uh, do we need to dance uh, sing, or uh, say or uh, use trends? Any tips how to mix this content? <laughs>
0: Yeah. So this really depends upon the person. You know, I have clients who only speak, only teach in their videos, right? I am not one dimensional. I am funny. I like to dance. I like to do skits. I like, cause I am a, per, I'm like a, I'm a personality. And so I like being able to mix all of that in my content, but it really depends upon you, your brand and your audience. If you are someone and you want to do skits, you can do skits. If you want to dance and teach, you can do that, you know? But some of the, mo- the some of the best content on TikTok is a person teaching something, is a person that may be reacting to someone else. So there's a lawyer who, um, I can't remember what his name is on TikTok, but he finds videos of car crashes or something crazy, and he'll post the video and say, okay, and he'll do a voiceover and said tell me who was liable in this accident, who caused this accident. And then people will vote in the video. And then the second video, he'll and then he'll tell you, here is who's liable. So as an attorney, he'll then come back and educate you why this person was actually liable and a thing. And it just makes him into more of an expert that he is by sharing that. You know, sometimes I just talk about my clients and I'll just say, I remember when she first got started, she felt like this, this, and this. Her first video with us, she got 10,000 followers. You know, we just tell the stories of clients. So it just really depends. But a lot of times when people start on TikTok or a short video, they feel like they got a point, they got to dance, do skits. But you you get to do what you want to do. But your job, no matter what you choose, is to still grab the attention of your audience and keep their attention.
1: Awesome, awesome. What, what, what I like in your content, I, I love it so much. About uh, sales funnel, you share how to sell. Because mm-hmm. uh, I remember when I got uh, 300... Uh, 300,000 views on LinkedIn, but I didn't sell anything with these views. (laughs) And uh, it's not like, uh, of course, I like to get views, likes, comments, but uh, most of my clients want to increase sales. Mm -hmm. And you share a lot how to do it, how to submit call to action, how to think about your customers. And can you tell about email marketing or getting emails? Because in your videos, you can tell that most sales are coming from email. Mm -hmm. But if people watch TikTok, how to give them a strong reason to subscribe to your email list?
0: Yeah, so the thing about whether it's TikTok or anywhere, Um, when you look at what we're doing, like, first of all, we're business owners and our focus is how can I get leads and then convert those leads into sales, right? That's what we should be focusing on. And when we look at uh, uh, social media, we don't have any control over social media, like Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, they, they are the owners of those platforms. They own the control. So our job is to go, okay, how do I create and build a community here and move them to a place where I have control? And the place where you have control is email. Because like right before the podcast, we 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 posted, a, um we sent an email out to 18,000 people. 18,000 people will get a notification. But if I post one video on TikTok, 500,000 people don't get notified. So our job is to go, okay, what is it that will cause a person to come and join my email list? This is why it's important for you to know who you are, who you're serving, and what you're gonna offer to them, okay? So like I teach people, how to make money online. So that means my people are using social media to make money online and they want strategies to make more. So then I have to figure out what is it that they are struggling with that if I actually created it complimentary for them that that would cause them to join my email list. Like for example, people join my email list if they want to learn how to create the perfect marketing funnel or if they want to learn how to get started on, on on short video. So we created free PDF guides with a training and then We create content on any of the platforms. And we say, if you want to learn more about creating a marketing funnel, I've got a free training in my bio. If you want to learn more about short video, I've got a free training in my bio. They go to the bio and they can't get the free training until they give us their email. And so then we have control to be able to talk back to them.
1: Mm -hmm. Awesome. Uh, Let's talk about busy people. You know, I'm so busy. Many things to do. I use various formats that work well for me. I know my clients. Many of them can earn real good money, big money. Uh, they think about TikTok, but they have no time <laughs> to jump on TikTok. Of course, many excuses like this, yeah, but sure. uh, but uh, I think uh, it depends. If you have focus uh, in your strong side, you can win. For example, uh, let's imagine, I don't know, Seth Godin or uh, Stephen King. They don't post content on TikTok because they they are good with writing. So strong skills, writing, they can win customers on that. Uh, But can you tell for busy people who want to jump on this format, but they need to handle many other things that bring money today, want to extend their uh, strengths? Any tips how to do it for busy people?
0: For sure. So, often, uh, like I just had a client, just had the same question. So, if you're super busy and you're like, I don't have time to create all this content. Well, one of our strategies is even in my business is I create multiple videos each week for YouTube. So I create like, let's just say two 20 minute, 30 minute videos for YouTube. Well, we take those YouTube videos and we use AI software. There's a lot of software out there where you can actually upload those long videos, horizontal videos into the AI software. And then it will turn, it will turn it into like 20 something little clips, like 15 second clips, vertical for short video. So you can do one video a week for YouTube, plug it into AI and let AI turn those into vertical videos. They also will add captions to the videos. And then if you wanna have an editor who can add more things to it, you can. But an easy, easy tool is by creating long video and using AI and turning it to short. But if you strategically just wanna record short video, then one of the things that we have our clients do is we say you need to have a content filming day which can be exhausting but if you let's just say you set aside a monday or a tuesday and you film 10 videos well that's if you post one video a week well that's enough content for the next 8 weeks you know 10 weeks or what have you because now you have what we call batch created that content so that's a more perfect scenario is actually recording the shorts intentionally but if you're even busier than that then it's like one long video a week and then using ai
1: to chop it up uh yeah i wanna uh, ask more about this ai tool because i, I met one tool like this uh so basically you can uh share your youtube video and this tool can cut to short episodes you can mm-hmm. post on tiktok and uh what do you think about uh accuracy or uh results do we need to rely to this tool uh, that tool can choose the right episodes or, or it's better to check out manually to think how to make it differently so what do you think about that
0: so one of the thing about the tool is that when you upload the video into into whatever tool it's going to chop up however many it chops up but then you're able to go to each video and you're able to edit it you can say mm-hmm. hey i don't like it it started too early it started too late and you're able to like move it to where you actually want it to be. And then like you, you can click on each word and you can edit each word if they wrote the words wrong. So it's like, it's actually, it's a really good scenario. It's not perfect because, you know, it doesn't give you the greatest hook because you didn't record like intentionally for a short video, but it works. So it's like, we, we post so many pieces of content every single week. And in addition to my regular shorts that I do, we post out videos from these long con these videos and we just it just saves us so much time and i can't say that those p- videos perform the best but we still get 300 views t- 200 views 500 views um on that content which is a lot of people that actually saw that content um and it works really well especially for those that are busy
1: awesome awesome yeah <laughs> i love your tips and uh, you mentioned about uh uh repurposing from youtube long Mm -hmm. videos to TikTok, but what about uh, resharing this content on Instagram Reels, Facebook Reels? Because, yeah, I watch your content on TikTok. You can tell that it works well, uh, and uh, especially Facebook, because uh, I know some clients can tell me Facebook is that. You know, we can't use Facebook because organic reach is poor, but if we speak about Facebook Reels, it's not that. (laughs) I think Facebook uh, needs more content like this. Yes. So your tips, Uh, I mean, like how to do it right? (laughs)
0: Yeah, I I feel like Facebook they need way more people posting content um for Facebook Reels. Like I just recently got a notification from Facebook last week that they're paying me like $1,200 uh, for the reels that I post. And then I saw another one where it's like t- another $1,200 uh, for Facebook reels. And so basically what I am doing is a couple things. One, if I'm creating content on Instagram reels or on TikTok, I'm making sure I don't have the watermark and I am reposting all of them to Facebook reels. Um, and then if I am, let's just say I'm using AI and I'm chopping up some of those videos then I'm taking some of those same videos and I'm, putting them on facebook reels because the same people are still there people like some some of those people are not on tiktok they're not follow me on instagram but i can still serve those people and then do my ultimate goal which is getting people off of facebook onto um onto my email list
1: Mm -hmm. nice nice uh i want to ask about you mom uh, you know you're smiling uh, you're smiling like right now you are smiling on your videos uh, i love it but what about serious people i have a few clients they're so serious you know uh, it's not their style and um, if i tell them you need to smile they can't so what do you think you, <laughs> for serious people do they need to change this mindset or to be to be themselves as well <laughs>
0: yes yeah, so i said they need to just be themselves because like the truth is everybody likes who they like like some people Think that how happy I seem is fake, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so so I may be triggering to some people by how I'm just so joyful um, all the time, you know. And then other people may maybe may not be as attached to someone who is serious. So I wouldn't say that a person needs to, like, if they're they're if they're not a person that normally smiles, then they're gonna be super awkward on camera when they start mm-hmm. to smile. Um, but what I would more so like help people to understand, like this is a really great way to reach your audience and to generate organic leads absolutely free for your business, right? But you don't have to be like I have. I'm an extrovert. I know people that are introverted, right? Um, the lady that I talked about, who has millions of followers talking about menopause, she is not warm and fuzzy at all. Most doctors are not warm and fuzzy, and she is not. She's very honest, straight, and to the point, and she's just not. She, I don't think I've ever seen her really smile in her videos, and nobody cares because we want the information. We want you to teach us what is going on. So. You don't have to be like me to have success on video, you know, but you do have to be likable, right? That doesn't mean happy. It just means likable because you can't be a rude piece of crap and then expect people are going to want to, you know, work with you or connect with you, you know?
1: Yeah, nice, nice. I want to ask about mistakes. You know, in my life, I made a lot of mistakes, terrible mistakes, slight mistakes. I I keep doing them. You know, I don't know another way how to learn, especially if you start something new. Uh, it's always terrible, awful, but we can <laughs> learn to go ahead, to improve it. And um, I want to ask about common mistakes that content creators can avoid from your experience. For example, we can learn from others to avoid some mistakes. We can do some mistakes to learn from them. So your tips about mistakes that we can avoid on TikTok.
0: Yeah, so one of them is not being consistent. Um, a lot of times people come on to TikTok and they... Expect they're gonna go viral. It's like I'm gonna blow up my first video, my first ten videos. But you have to be patient. Like you know, like and it's not about going viral. It's about creating content that's gonna resonate with a community of people, and then it's gonna get your desired result, which is leads and sales. Like you don't want to just go viral one time. You want to be able to grow a community that helps you make money all the time. And so one, but one of the things that people do wrong is one, they want to go viral, and then when they don't go viral, they quit or two, they just aren't consistent. You know, you want this thing to happen the way you want it to happen when you want it to happen. And that doesn't work that way. Like everything in life is a process. You've got to be intentional. you got to be strategic. Um, and you just got to be patient with it. Um, another thing I would say is like, just not really being intentional with the content that you're putting out. Like you can't, you can't put out bad content and expect it to do well, right? You can't like just talk to people how you want to talk, like not using using the editing tools, not learning how the platform works, not learning the culture and expect to do well. You have to learn what you're doing and become good at what you're doing. Um, And then the last thing I would say is like not engaging with the people on the platform. Because when people start commenting on your videos, like you gotta try to talk back to them. Now, if you keep going viral, you're not gonna be able to talk back to everybody. It's just it's impossible. You because you have so many people talking to you all at one time. But if you're not in a stage where you've got hundreds of comments every single day, then you've got to try to talk back to people because you your desired result is still to get someone to give you money for your product or service. And so you've got to talk to these people so they can. They trust you and want to give you money.
1: Uh, you, you remind me, Mr. Beast, one more time. <laughs> this one about patience. Uh, I remember, yeah. yeah, his story when he started to post content on YouTube. Uh, he got thousand subscribers after eighteen months. Mr. Beast, who has uh, around two hundred million subscribers, yeah. mm-hmm. he got like thousand subscribers in eighteen months, he, and but he didn't give up. Right. He, kept posting and today everyone knows Mr. Beast. Uh, Yeah. yeah. And uh, can you tell about patience more? Uh, I see when people are impatient, they want to get overnight success to watch some Instagram uh, influencers, TikTok influencers. And uh, when they see this content, they understand it's hard for them to create such content to win people. So tell about patience. If you post content, can't get results, but how to stick with that, how to be consistent. You mentioned about consistency. And even more, let us know what consistency means because I see when people confuse consistency and frequency. So about consistency and patience.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So when I look at, like, just life in general, nothing happens overnight, And anything that happened overnight, a person actually wasn't ready for it. You know, it's like when someone wins the lottery, they win a billion dollars in a lottery. A lot of times years later, they're worse off than when when they didn't win the lottery because it like it all happened suddenly that they weren't ready for it. So like it's important to like you want to have the patience and the consistency. So that way you're building the muscle. So, for example, Um, for me and my business, like if I got 10,000 clients today, I wouldn't be able to handle it. It's too many people all at one time. But if I had 100,000 people trying to join my email list at one time, I wouldn't have a problem because I built out all these different things to handle an influx of people trying to trying to do business with me, so to speak. And so when you look at consistency, consistency looks like, one, you are posting on a regular basis, but you're also revisiting the content that you posted to see what works well and what didn't work well. And then the next time you post, you're getting better and better and better because it's one thing to continue to do the exact same thing over and over again for a year, two years with no success. And it's another thing to keep posting on a regular basis and you're getting better each time. Very similar to what, to what Mr. B said, you know, cause yes, you can post 10 videos today, but what about tomorrow? What about next week? The goal is consistency, even if that means that your posting schedule is once a week, you know, but it's like you're you're doing your regular once a week post. And it's like, okay, that is being consistent and that you're getting better with that. Um, and then one of my things is that like, I, I have a six month rule that if I'm going to start something new, then I'm going to commit to it for six months. So when we started on YouTube recently, I said, we're going to be posting on shorts for six months and we're going to constantly get better. And the more, the better we got, the more I watched my YouTube channel start to grow as a result of my long content and my short content. Because I decided that no matter what happens the next five months, it's the sixth month that tells us whether this is working or not.
1: Awesome. Awesome. I want to ask one question uh, for my son. Uh, he started to post content on TikTok, yeah. uh, <laughs> but he stopped. And I asked why, what's going on? Uh, And he replied to me, he got some hating on school. (laughs) People don't like his stuff, Uh, his uh, 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 friends don't like his stuff. I replied to him, don't care, just be yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Just just do it. Forget about uh, some hating. but it's not only my son. Many people can stop because of hating. They can't be perfect. I don't know how to do it. Even Mr. Beast is not not perfect and uh, far away from that. I think everyone needs uh, experience to acquire this experience. So tell any inspirational encouragement words for my son and others who get this hating online, but uh, how to go ahead. Don't care about such thoughts.
0: Yeah. Well, I think it's normal to feel terrible when people say mean things to you, whether you are 10 years old or you're 50 years old, you know, (laughs) I think it's normal to not really want to continue posting content when people are saying mean things to you. Okay. So it's like, the first thing you have to acknowledge is that everybody's not going to like you, not going to like your content. Everybody's not going to agree with you. Everybody's not going to have nice things to say. Like, you know, we all know that phrase that if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Everybody doesn't believe that. So some people just want to Say whatever they want to say, and it's really important for us to acknowledge that some people are going to say whatever they want to say. Uh, but the next thing is that you've got to really, uh, like, I, like, figure out why is the negative comments affecting you so much? Okay, because it's not necessarily what that person said, but what is it that you're believing based upon what they have said to you, right? Because like I have felt all types of ways that people have been mean to me online. But, you know, the times when I wanted to quit, I may have taken a day, two days, three days off or whatever. I had to go back to like, why am I actually doing this? And am I going to give up on what I actually want to have happen because those people are acting out? Or am I going to go after it and focus on the people who actually like me? You know, Mm because oftentimes it's like out of 100 people, if three people say mean things, we forget the 97. But we have to, like, figure out, like, why are we doing what we're doing and then how we can focus on the good people? Uh, Because otherwise, like, you will never do anything great because there's always going to be people who like you and don't like you and will vocalize it.
1: Awesome. Awesome. I agree. Love it. Love it. And my final question about the future I wanna ask you, take your crystal ball and let us know what kind of future will be because many things are coming, technologies are growing fast. We have AI today, probably virtual reality will change this world. I don't know. So uh digital marketing and content creation are quickly changing. Well, your tips about the future, how we can adapt to this possible future.
0: Yeah, so I definitely feel like short video is gonna continue to climb in a way that um that we don't even know is, is, is possible or what have you. Um, I definitely think that AI is going to play an even bigger role. I don't really know what that's going to look like, but I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be, something's going to come out. What's going to be all, maybe a social platform that's going to be all AI. Uh, but I don't know. I think that that's, it's going to play a much bigger role than we think. Um, But I I don't think TikTok is going anywhere. I think that they're going to continue to dominate in even bigger ways um, than they currently are. I think that in the next couple of years that millions more people will finally realize what really has been happening on TikTok. And they will run to the platform. Uh, But those people that stick right now and stay consistent are going to watch like a a huge spike. Like the people that were on TikTok before 2020 exploded in 2020 because they were already there and everybody started to follow them. And then those of us that are consistent now, we're going to experience a big spike in like probably 20 into 24 2025 and beyond because people are really 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 going to start seeing what's happening especially when the US government and all the countries are no longer talking about banning the platform
1: awesome awesome love it love it it's a big pleasure to get in my show, I love it. I'm going to follow you on TikTok because I like how you share this valuable bomb. You, you let me into an emergency room. I need to spend time to think how to start my TikTok journey because I love writing. But I thought a lot about videos. I have clients who want to jump on this field, I want to help them as well. To yeah. explain, and I will share your account because you teach a lot about TikTok, guys. I recommend to anyone. To follow Kenny Kelly on TikTok. Thank you. Uh, so, if you type this uh, name on Google, you can find Kenny Kelly and highlights TikTok. Tell <laughs> uh, <laughs> the best way how to keep learning from you, how to reach out to you, how to follow you.
0: Yeah. So, you guys, you can follow me on all social platforms uh, at Kenya Kelly. So, K E E N Y A K E L L Y. That's on Instagram, on TikTok. That's my website. That's on YouTube. Everything Kenya Kelly and LinkedIn.
1: Awesome, awesome. Guys, you can find all links in the description below. Listen us on Apple, Google, Spotify, and see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to Unmiss. Enjoyed the show? Drop us a review on your favorite platform and help us spread the digital
0: marketing wisdom. See you next episode.